Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, This week, I'm really excited to chat with my fellow Oregonian guest. Uh, Her name's Alyssa Zander, and she is a codependency and relationship coach who just published her first book, Healing the Mother Wound with Mother Earth. Through her content, membership, and podcast, Alyssa shares openly about her childhood trauma and the ways it plagued her relationships as an adult. Um, Alyssa passionately walks along her community on their journeys, celebrating them as they reclaim their voice, their light, and their sovereignty. I love that. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Me too. Yeah, like there is so many like fun things I can't wait to dive into. Um, But yeah, before we dive into all of that... What are you drinking? And also, you know, what's your background? How did you kind of get to where you are? Did you always see yourself being like a published author? Like all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm drinking Le Grand Cortage France. It's a Brut Rosé and it's amazing. It's so good. I love a good rosé and it's really hot here. So it's like super refreshing it's warm it is very warm like I just walked out my daughter is like reading on the front porch with a blanket I was like what are you doing like (laughs) it's really warm in Oregon right now (laughs) yeah which I'm not complaining like I'm here for it but it is nice to have this um so thank you so much yeah totally um and I'm then, drinking a can. Do you ever drink these little like have you ever tried this one? Oh my gosh no what's that from I uh Stoller like out in with the Willamette Valley. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the Oregon pink rosé bubbles. And like, I like the size of these. Like, it just seems like easy and, you know, and it, that one's really good too. It's nice. And I've never had this one before. Um, but yeah. If you ever see it, Oregon. From- yeah. The canned wines are just genius for like yes. floating the river or just mm-hmm. for summer. It's like a win-win for everyone. Totally. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> Yeah. So you had asked if I'd ever seen myself as like an author. And I mean, no, like absolutely no. Um, you know, my mom always kind of said it. I was always a writer. I like the my journal was like my safe haven. Mm-hmm. It completely saved me in some of like the darkest moments of my life. And my mom, I would like share some things with my mom that I had written. And I remember she was always like, you have to write a book. You have to write a book. But I was like, you're my mom. You're supposed to say that, you know? So never really thought anything of it. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, if you would have even asked me three years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing now, I, I was an educator. So I did not even have this on the forefront of my mind. It's just turned into this amazing opportunity. And my life is just like... 100% different than I could have ever expected. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And when did it officially come out? Or is it out yet? I can't. It's out. Yeah. It officially came out. Yeah. Six days ago. Yeah. So I'm letting this um, rosé be like my celebratory like drink. Oh, I love (laughs) that. Yeah. So it came out on June 20th, which I didn't do this on purpose. I didn't even realize it until 
after the release date had been chosen, which I had to choose with the publisher and and Amazon and all the things. Um, but it was exactly nine months to the day. Like I wrote it September 20th of last year and came out on June 20th. I was like, you are literally a baby, a book baby. Like yes. I birthed you. <laughs> yeah. So it's really sweet. I love that. And I'm curious, how long did it take you to write it? I wrote this book in three days. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, well, okay. I'll take that back. I, I compiled it all within three days, mm-hmm. um, but a, it's a book of poetry. And so a lot of the poems were already written. They, you know, I had been writing for years. Oh. Um, some of it, I did write while I was actually just right across the river from you mm-hmm. um, in Washington. And um, yeah, I just kind of booked a handful of days out there in the Columbia River Gorge and ah, just should see if the society will sponsor this episode I know (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously um I'll take a free room and (laughs) come do a book signing or something actually that's a great idea that is a great idea I'm gonna write write that that down down. that's perfect uh because yeah there's a group out here called gorgeman and business and we've had a few um events out there at the society and so like i know they enjoy you know having people out there and oh my god maybe we could even i'll talk to the the girl that runs that group that would be amazing um because we also we we do like featured speakers and stuff like that okay now i'm like totally my marketing brain's like like going that way but yeah we'll talk about I that love later. it <laughs> I'm here for it. I was actually just talking to a friend last night and she was like, so have you like really celebrated the book? And I think I'm, I don't think, I know that I'm like, no, I haven't. Like it's still kind of, I would say within the last two days, now that people are like actually getting the physical copy and they're sending me pictures and they're like, they have it in their hands. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's really out there. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just a book that's on Amazon that I can see on my screen. Like people literally have a physical copy in their hand. Tangible. It's tangible. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's really here people are holding it. And when she asked me that last night, I had this idea of like, maybe I'll get like, do some sort of event or get some people together and like go to the society hotel. Cause I've been really wanting to go back there mm-hmm. and just like allow myself to celebrate. It's definitely an edge for me, <laughs> but like, I'm good at giving, but like, just to like receive. Right. Yeah. Yes. And is that tied to some of the childhood trauma that yeah. was mentioned in your bio and do you, yeah do you work with people through that or is this kind of like the book is kind of like you're putting it out there just for other people or how does that how does that work yeah i mean i am in the process of healing the mother wound i feel like this book not only writing it compiling it you know publishing it that is a part of my healing the mother wound process for me even right so like i'm on this other side of it now of like if you're going to relate it to like birthing a baby, right? Birthing a book, like now where do I get to like be the receiver as well? Receive support, receive love, receive all of the things. Like that's kind of where I'm being nudged into. The mother wound says I have to do everything by myself. I can't receive help. I have to overgive. I have to self-sacrifice. And so um, that's really what I'm trying to lean into is like, can I allow myself to be held in community, you know, I facilitate a community of women through my membership. So it's like, I'm on, on that end, but now can I allow myself to be on the other end and actually receive and, and have support and have community? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So people listening that might not be familiar with 
like the phrase healing the mother wound. Could Mm -hmm. you go into that a little bit more? Could you explain a little bit more what that means? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the way that I relate to the mother wound is like when we didn't receive the the love, the validation, the protection, the safety that we deserved as a child from our mother figure. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not mean that our mother was unloving or uncaring by any means or by any stretch. It just means that there were moments in our childhood where we didn't get that need met. And that part of us is trying to reconcile that you know? Um, and so oftentimes we're trying to reconcile that with our physical mother that like birthed us. Right. Um, And sometimes our mothers are not there. Right. So it, it, it can be a point of contention. So this book and the work that I do with women is really about reconciling the mother wound through us becoming that mother archetype within ourselves and reparenting that part of ourselves that needed that love or that protection or safety from our mother when we were children. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so impactful because, yeah. you know, I don't think a lot of us realize, I mean, we come from, you know, great childhoods, you know, yeah. whatever, but we get to our adult life and it's like something's missing or something's not right. And it's kind of like trying to trace that back as to where that comes from, you know, and because we were right. obviously never taught things like that, nor, you know, at least for me, like talked about or anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so generational, right? Like, you know, generations of mothers, you know, were silenced, had to play small, couldn't speak up or didn't feel safe to to speak their needs or their wants, right? Mm -hmm. Out of safety. And so it's remembering that, you know, generations of mothers were were very much boxed in. And now you kind of have these new generations where people are, were really outspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, as a teacher, you hear tons of, of families say, oh, my child is so strong-willed. They're, you know, they have a lot to say, they speak up and, and seeing it as like this disrespectful thing, but it's like, actually, that's what we want. Yes, right? yeah. like, that's what we want to facilitate. We want to facilitate children who know how to articulate and communicate and advocate for themselves because so many, so many before us didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Or it so was sweet. taken away from them. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, no, you be quiet and sit in the corner. It's like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I could see too how those issues, you know, like that that creates kind of that foundation of us growing up. And that's gonna lead to different, you know, decisions and outcomes at, in our adult life, personally and in business too. Like, do you see people kind of, you know, maybe pulling back or imposter syndrome or things like that, that kind of are tied to that mother wound? Absolutely. It's so interesting because oh, I would say over half of my clients or women that I work with are solopreneurs. They're business owners. They, they, um, you know, are are working through unraveling where codependency shows up in their business. Because I really see the mother wound and codependency kind of being just the same thing, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, codependency, the way I define it, is when you place your worthiness or your good feelings about yourself on something outside of you. Mm-hmm. So if your business is meant to provide you with your good feelings about yourself or your worthiness or your belonging or your success... That's yeah. a codependent relationship with your business, right? Yeah, because usually I, you think codependency, you think another person. I've yeah. never thought of it that way, but that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. It can totally be someone, but it can just as much and oftentimes is 
a lot of times something, right? Mm-hmm. Something outside of us, the house that you own, the car that you drive, you know, that that is a, a marker for your success. So then you are right. dependent on something, right? To show, to, to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, and it's not to make that wrong or bad, but it's to really begin to get curious about like what those attachments are, because in biz that can really show up in ways that you can end up self-sabotaging your business. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I experienced it. Mm-hmm. I went into my biz full time, um, September of, uh, not last year, but the year before. And it was just clinging, right? I was like putting out this offer. People need to join because I need to make money because I need to pay my rent. Right. Right. And then whole different energy than whole different energy, right? I need it to do something for me. I need it to provide me with something. And then we bought a house. And so then I was like, okay, well now I needed to pay my mortgage. Right. (laughs) Um, Well, that's not going to work. Like I was asking my business to do something it wasn't ready to do yet. Mm -hmm. And so I had realized like, okay, here I am as a codependency coach and I've created a codependency in my business. So now can I begin to unravel from that, set myself up for success. And then when I stepped full-time in my business again in June of last, a year ago, a year Mm -hmm. ago, it's been amazing. Like I provided enough stability for myself. Um, and now I can put things out and as, as literal offers, not mm-hmm. attached to anything. Like this right. is what I have to offer. And if it lands for you, great. And if not, that's okay. Like I'm okay either way. Right. right? Yeah. And that energy is just, it changes everything. It does for sure. Um, and so what got you to that point to kind of step back and be like, okay, if I pull myself back, if I start unraveling, like, did anything happen? Or you just kind of, if it just kind of organically came up or? Yeah. I mean, I, after, you know, a month of basically not making enough to pay your bills, like you have to reality check yourself a little bit, right? Like this is how much money I need a month. And this is how much money I'm making a month. And there's a deficit. Like it's quite literally a math game at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, if I want to step into my business full time, I just got really logical and like in my inner masculine, like what kind of structure do I need to set up in order for me to come into my business from a detached place, from a place of service rather than anything. That's the Um, game changer. It's the game changer. Yeah. So um, like I had mentioned before, I have my master's in education. So I've nannied and I've worked with children. I've actually even had my own school before. So I just, yeah, yeah. So I just went back to what I was really good at, something that I knew was going to make me money Mm -hmm. um, and make me really good money. And I created you know, enough financial security for myself to where I was like, okay, I have, like I said, this is a very like logical, like (laughs) clearing, like clean and clear, you know, way to do it. Um, I saved enough for like six months of expenses. By the time June happened, I was making the amount that I needed to make in my business to pay my bills. And I had six months of like all my expenses saved. Mm -hmm. So I was like, even if my business doesn't make any money, which it was, and it was making more than I needed it to. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, it's, it's, you know, maybe it's still not, uh, you know, it's a little fluid still. Cause if mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur, right. 
It's like some months are amazing. Some months are, you know, just less, a little less than amazing. Um, But I had that security to fall back on and I haven't had to use it once. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It just like goes to show that when you set yourself up for success, like it'll continue to, to come back to you in that way. Yeah. No, I love that. I love, cause I feel like you're, you logically step back. You're like, okay, these are the steps that I need to take. But then you also shifted your energy to change yeah. the way you approached it and who you brought in. And like, I think a lot of times we hear it's one or the other when it really is both, you know, cause it's like, well, where's that business plan and how are you going to execute this with not taking any like thought into like the mindset behind it or where you're coming from or, you know, like that sun, like that's place of service. Or some people are kind of like, oh, you know, really think like, you know, manifest things. But I think they're in that part, a lot of that, those logical steps sometimes are missing from that. And I think the two together is obviously where like the best, quickest, amazing results happen. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Because like people talk about manifestation, but you can't manifest if you've got all these shadows that are in the the background. Right. And, Mm -hmm. And we don't know what the shadows are unless we like ask the questions and get curious of like, okay, what am I making this mean about me? Um, Mm -hmm. if people sign up or if people don't sign up and the thing that I noticed too, that, that is really affected when you don't have that structure or that security is that creativity is stifled, Mm -hmm. right? It almost keeps you from wanting to put anything out because you don't, you're in a state of survival, right? Right. That's not where creativity comes from. (laughs) It does not, right? Not even close. Um, you're left grasping then yeah. you're left looking at what what is working for everyone else and you're like oh that worked for that person so I'm gonna do it yeah oh that worked for that person so I'm gonna do it you you, you actually don't come from a place of authenticity you're coming from a place of like I'm just trying to pay my bills which right. is valid sure yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely but yeah I feel like it yes because that's I mean we're all you know we're we need to make money to live life. I mean, that's just like a fact. But yeah, I feel like when it is like you're saying those kind of desperation or, you know, shiny object or a little like imposter, like, again, that just kind of I feel like if you focus on that, that breeds more of that, you know, and then it's like, Mm -hmm. well, things aren't changing. But it's like, okay, like you're saying, you have to unravel and like, look at, you know, deeper things than just, for instance, you're you're straight across like business plan or strategy. Yeah, definitely. Love that. Awesome. Um, Okay. So for um, people listening, and now they're kind of like a little bit more familiar with what we're talking about and what your book's about. Do you have any tips on like how to get started or like one thing to do to maybe, I don't know, start to dig a little deeper or, you know, get curious about, about this topic? Other than, you know, get your book for sure. Right. (laughs) Yeah. The book is a great like segue into just your own personal depths with, which is going to, which is going to illuminate a lot in your, in your work as well. And in your relationships, um, something that I've done with women in the past was like doing a codependency audit in your business. So beginning to look at your offers or even beginning to look at your clients and asking yourself like, is there anything attached to this offer? Um, If no one signed up or if no one bought this course or whatever it is, would you be okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Because then that's showing you like maybe where there are attachments. Like, are there going to be stories that you say like, oh, you didn't do it good enough or nobody cares or nobody is listening? Um, 
Because figuring out those stories is going to allow you access to meeting that part of yourself. And that is when we can begin to um, go into that place of service so that like that this is something that I have to offer. This is something that I'm putting out there into the world. But ultimately, it's like it's from me through me. And if people need it, then they'll buy it. And if people don't need it and don't want it and don't buy it, then that doesn't mean anything about me. Right. Because I think that's the hard piece is that when no one buys or when very little people buy, when it's not, you know, a six figure launch like you had dreamed of, mm-hmm. we can often and everybody else is doing. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) right, right. You start saying, oh, I didn't do it good enough. Oh, that's not for me. We start making it mean something about us, our gifts, our service, um, our our offer. Mm -hmm. And it's and healing from codependency and, and detaching from codependency in your biz means that those numbers aren't a reflection of you. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Because, yeah, I think a, a, a lot of people will try things. Again, maybe not giving that consistency or they'll just kind of try one offer and then nobody wants it. Not that, not, again, maybe it's not maybe that nobody wants it. It's maybe nobody can like afford it at that time or they're like, okay, I'm going to get to this next step in my biz and then I'm going to take that. You know, like, but we yeah. automatically as humans are like, oh, nobody wanted that. You know, like, I think that's one of like our core survival, right? Like, don't we want to be accepted? Because yeah mentality and I think it you know goes back to that like primal feeling like oh I'm outside you know Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and I have a perfect example of like when I put something out it was actually when I was in that survival mode like I wanted people I needed or not just wanted people but like I needed people to join this right to pay my bills and and I actually really love the offer. Um, no one joined. It was zero, zero enrollments. And um, you know, six months later, I kind of had it on my heart again. And I was like, okay, well, why do I want to put this out? You know, I was at a very different place. I was making an income f- through another sh- sh- revenue stream. So I wasn't dependent on my biz. Um, so that helped. Yeah. And then I really asked myself, like, why do I want to share this work? And it's like, because it actually really helped me. Um, and so if it really helped me, then I, and, and it's coming through again, then maybe there is someone, maybe it was the wrong time. You know, maybe that, that first time wasn't for anyone. Exactly. And there was like over 50 people who joined. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, you know, sometimes it's just not the right time. And yeah. sometimes, um, it, t- it takes a second go. Sometimes it takes mm-hmm. a third go. My membership is another great example. The first time I launched it, it was a course. It was a five-week course. And I did that two times. And then I was like, you know, you don't heal codependency in five weeks, unfortunately. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> unfortunately, I wish I wish yeah. that was the case, <laughs> you know, but it's not. It's a, it's a journey and it's a lifelong journey. Um, and so much feedback I had gotten from previous students where, you know, I just want the support all the time. Like, I just want to have access to this all the time. And then it was like, oh, a membership. Yeah. Right. And so some of these things evolve. So, mm-hmm. so totally, I guess all that to say, if you have an idea, don't toss it um, just because maybe it didn't work out the first time. Sometimes it takes a few goes and, and you're always, um refining. Yes, definitely. And I think that's, you know, part of human evolution and entrepreneurship, you know, like as, as mm-hmm. we grow and things evolve and, you know, different people come in our lives and, you know, other people's like other people leave and like our paths are all so different, but yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. So tell us more about your membership. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the membership was something that took me a year to create. Like mm-hmm. I moved through my own shadow work. There was a lot of resistance toward an imposter syndrome. Like you had said earlier, you know, like, can I meet with women every single month? Like, will I, will I know what to say? Will I know what to do? Well, I know how to hold space for. And, you know, those are all just parts of me that are trying to keep me safe. Like deep down, I know what I I will have tons to say. (laughs) Like I will, I know how to hold space. I've done it for years, not only for children, but for adults. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm constantly reflected that, you know, that it has been supportive, that it has changed lives. So, um, yeah, so I created the membership, uh, launched it last fall and it went from two people to over 30 people and growing. Yeah. And in, mm-hmm. in like less than six months. So it's just been a beautiful space. Um, it's a community of women who are looking to heal codependency and the mother wound, and we do a monthly masterclass, a monthly group coaching call live on Zoom. And um, we have a community on Telegram where actually they vote for what we're going to talk about. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So I kind of give them some codependent patterns or themes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, these are a couple themes. And then they vote on what they want to receive support around. So it's like, are we going to talk about boundaries? Are we going to talk about people pleasing? Are we mm-hmm. going to talk about imposter syndrome? Um, and then we just go into that for the whole month and I support them through coaching and yeah, just connecting with like-minded women, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the best. It's the best when you can see yourself in another woman's share, Mm -hmm. like that is so healing because sometimes we really truly feel like we are alone, you know, in some of our, in some of our stuff. Yes. So to see that we're not is super, super healing. Yeah. I think just, yeah, as, as humans and then also as business owners, like, I think that's a whole other added layer, you know, of feeling alone or kind of vulnerable or, you know, all of those feelings that come with it. So I love that. Um, And you have a podcast as well, right? I do. Yeah. It's a baby podcast. Yay. That's awesome. Brand new. <laughs> is it the same name or what? What's it is. The name? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I just kind of just stuck with one thing. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, codependency alchemy, there's the podcast and the membership. Um, yeah. So the podcast launched in April and it's just, I mean, the first month was way more like downloads than I, I I didn't really have a number actually, to be honest, I have Mm -hmm. nothing to compare it to, Mm -hmm. but it doubled the second month and then like just continues to grow like exponentially. So I'm like, okay, this is great. Yeah, it's been we're doing really this. Cool to watch. We're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like it's working. We're doing this. Yeah. It's been cool to watch. Oh, I love that. I'm going to have to tune in for sure. Yeah. Um, I love that. So this is a question I like to ask everybody. Um, what do you love? Like, or do you see that's like most effective for you? Like marketing wise? Like, so how do you use like different marketing strategies or what you find the best to help grow your business? Yeah, that's a great question. I definitely think there's room for me to grow. <laughs> <laughs> when it has to come, when it comes to marketing, I think the thing that has helped me the most is by really leaning into my community and mm-hmm. being of service. When I lean into just giving to the, my community, whether that's on Instagram or TikTok, um, and now YouTube, like it's always comes back, and I don't always know how, but right. like 
I truly feel like I'm not the only one doing this podcast. Like the downloads and how many like for for a very new podcast, like now that I know what other numbers are, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like that actually did extremely well for a new podcast. And I think it's because I do share on my story. This is how many downloads we have. Like, let's get to this number. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden, the numbers are just jumping. Like people really do love to be a part of it. And same with the book. Like I shared the entire road of like me writing pages and me typing and me when I was at the society hotel and, and events that I've done in, um, in Portland and like people want to be a part of it. And Mm -hmm. so I think that that's really helped me in growing, you know, the membership and, and, growing the podcast in such a short amount of time. It's like, just really allow your, your viewers or your followers or whoever it is, your subscribers be a part of the journey. Even if it's only 10 people, right? Like yeah, that's 10 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. That tell 10 people another, you know, like just keeps exactly. going like it ripples. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Napoleon Hill, not just his thinking grow rich, like all of his other ones. And there's, mm-hmm. he talks about the law of reciprocity in you know, in multiple books, and just that whole, you know, planting the seeds and not expecting anything back, but really giving and again, coming from a place of service and, you know, being genuine. And that is just, you know, it all comes back to you in different ways and maybe ways you didn't think that they would. And there's not a, a lot sometimes of how you can track it back, you know, because I, I feel like in the business world today, too, people are like, where's my ROI? And they have to be able to track yeah. it every single one. And I get that. Like, I am all about numbers for sure. But there is a gray area where it's hard to track that, but I don't know. Energetically wise, you can still prove it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it absolutely does make sense. I like did an experiment. Was it last month where I like kind of changed how I was making content and changed how I was doing it? I was repurposing a lot of my content. Totally different. Mm -hmm. It was a totally different like response. Like all my engagement went right way down. All of the like everything just kind of like dropped. And I actually felt a little bit disconnected too. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, okay, so maybe let me just go back to what I was doing before, which was creating original content, Mm -hmm. um, answering people's comments in my videos, and you know, all of that. And boom, engagement way up. Again, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so there there is something to like giving and giving authentically and yeah. and you know, there there's a balance though. You know, you find find what's sustainable for you. Right, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was a very interesting experiment where I was like, okay, like where can I like find the happy medium now? Right. Yeah. Cause yeah, that takes time, more time and effort, right? Mm-hmm. To go back and do that. And then the content repurposing is quicker. But then you're going to see a drop. So yeah, finding that, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, like you said, that balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we're to your favorites. I have five questions about like what your favorites are. Um, mm-hmm. So what's your favorite book? My favorite book. Okay. So the first one that popped in my head was Women Who Run With the Wolves. Um, I by, that. Oh my goodness. By Clarissa P- Pinkola Estes. Um, it is it is like a Bible. It, it, it took me five years to read, um, because it is, it's, it literally heals you. Like it heals you in a very profound way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would read a chapter and then it was like, I integrated it for months and then I'd read a chapter and then integrate it. And, 
one time I put it down for a whole year, you know, but mm-hmm. um, it is just one of those books that is is just super powerful. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that on my list. That And like the title alone, I'm like, yes, please. Like, that's, yes. That's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite drink? Favorite drink? Uh, oh my gosh, a chai. There's nothing I love more than like a soy chai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds Iced. really good right now. Iced on a hot day. <laughs> uh, it is like happiness in a cup for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite thing to do to relax? Favorite thing to do to relax would probably be... Uh, like it would probably be watching like a really crappy shitty reality tv show if I'm being I I don't want to admit that but that is that is the truth actually I am trying to lean into we we bought our house um almost a couple years ago and have an amazing patio Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to lean more into like just going and sitting out there and that Mm -hmm. being like my joy and like my way to relax. Right. I love that. <laughs> That's actually a way more common answer than you would think of. Cause I think yeah. like, I mean, they'll talk about, you know, a lot of like real housewives of whichever mm-hmm. place that they're at or whatever on Bravo, you know, and I'm like mm-hmm. uh, Hallmark, please like, just so I can yeah. check out and not have to think, you know, yes. and I think that's like what it does to our brains. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on what season I'm at in my life. Like mm-hmm. last year, it was reading. I read like over 20 books last year. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And then this year, I'm like, TV shows have just mm-hmm. been for the win lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, you're right, too. I mean, it's different ebb and flow, you know? Like, yeah. I, I feel that as well. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, what is your... Oh, I was about to say, what is your favorite thing to watch? But we just kind of answered that. But I don't know if there's a specific one. Right now, right now it's Below Deck. I got introduced to Below Deck on a flight back from New York, and I was now I'm just like obsessed and have watched like multiple seasons. Uh, I haven't even heard of that. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's like a group of people who work on yachts. They like work on like these mega yachts, and there's mm-hmm. like lots of drums. Yeah, <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, and what's your lastly? What's your favorite place to travel to? Uh, my favorite place that I've traveled to Hawaii. I lived on in Hawaii for a year and I traveled there like multiple times a year. I'm actually going to be going in a week. Um, I'm hosting my first in-person retreat on the big island. So oh, that's going to be a yeah. blast. Yeah. It's, it's a sacred place for me. Um, it feels like home and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Do you ever think you'll ever go back or are you like in Oregon to stay, you think? Uh, you know, we're really happy with our, like where we're living right now. We just got such a great neighborhood near amazing parks. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, with Portland being on the West coast, Hawaii is like a direct flight away. It's not long at all. No. And sometimes flights are so cheap. Like I've bought in round trip flights for like $200. And so, yeah. So I'm like, this is kind of like a good happy medium. Yeah. Like yeah. and like just hop over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, awesome. Can you share your website, your social media, um, all that good stuff and where the book's at? I know you said Amazon, if there's any other places so that everybody can connect with you and get the book and follow you. Yeah, yeah. My name is the same on like all social medias. It's my first and last name with a couple A's in there. Maybe you can put it in the show notes. I will. So I'm not, like, sure. spelling, <laughs> spelling my name out. Um 
but I have a stand store on all my socials and that's where you can access the membership. You can get the link to the book, um, get the link to just join the codependency alchemy community, which is free, but I share like when podcast episodes get released and just like any other random stuff, I want to go in there and like do coffee chats and just connect with the community in that way. And, um, and to apply to work with me one-on-one the application is there too. So um, yeah, yeah. It's all in my stand store and Amazon Barnes and Noble, um, book baby is my publisher. Um, and that would be the best place to buy the book. Okay. Um, it supports them as a, as an independent publisher and supports oh, awesome. me as, okay. As book a baby, as a book baby. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I know. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, for my book baby. This right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but like when you buy through Amazon, especially when you're a self-publisher, you make very like no it's money. Not you make much like a, at all, right? I, I literally I get a dollar. I literally get a dollar through Amazon. So oh, um book okay. baby, I get twelve. Oh, oh <laughs> so okay. It's a it's a big difference. So that's the link that's in my bios on all my socials. So yeah. if you want to find it there, you can it's an easy click. Awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. And congratulations. I mean, Thank huge. You. like the book, uh, the podcast, the growth, like all of it, like just keep doing what you're doing. Cause it's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, Thank you so welcome. much for having me. I know. I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad Aria connected us. Um, this has just been amazing. And I can't wait for everybody to hear this because I think, you know, it's obviously something that really needs to be talked about that a lot of people aren't maybe even aware of and so yeah. bringing awareness to this is just huge because it's like you said too a ripple effect on so many different aspects of our lives so mm-hmm. that's huge yeah absolutely thank you so much thank Nicole. you so fun yes and we're going to meet in real life so we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that too but yeah so thank yeah, you so many ideas yeah thank you yeah. until thanks. next time yes yeah, so, yeah we'll have to do it again um thanks for listening everyone we'll be back next week thanks for listening to this week's bubbles and biz i hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing backslash services to learn more.